You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, uh, earlier today we talked a lot about the Julio Jones trade. Yeah, and the news of the means. day. Uh, Evan Silva, you mm-hmm. sent me this, has updated his top 150. I would assume he did that in part because of the Julio Jones trade. I would imagine. There are some adjustments here. I was just looking here real quickly. There are adjustments on here because of that trade. Let's so, start there if you don't mind. Okay. How do you think, just purely fantasy, how does this trade affect current Falcons and Titans. Well, I think you know when you when you look at the Falcons, I think you bump Calvin Ridley up. I agree, and I think you bump AJ Brown down. Yeah, and my thoughts are the Falcons. Ridley gets a boost, but I'm a little less confident that he can handle all the attention that I was with AJ Brown well, before Pitts Julio run. Right, he's going to demand some attention. I think Pitts gets a boost. I think Ryan gets a. Knocked down a little. I don't know that he moved. I don't know that he moved. Because he's still as good as Julio lot. Jones was, he was never a big touchdown maker. No. And they're still going to have a high attempts. Like, Pitts may actually help that. Because Pitts, that was one thing. That when you look at Pitts' production, mm-hmm. he's great in the red zone. It, it's the one knock on Julio. It's it, He's not a great go-up-and-get-it guy. Yeah. You know, you would think he is, but he's not. A lot of his touchdowns are catching runs. Or longer ones, yeah. right. So I think it hurts A.J. Brown a little. I think it helps Derrick Henry. It helps Tannehill. I don't think it hurts or helps Julio though. No, I don't. I think he stays pretty much he's the same. Yeah. What is what he is. Yeah, might give Mike Davis a little boost. Maybe he catches ten more passes or something. Yeah, but it's not earth shattering. No, you know Brown and Ridley were kind of in similar situations. They have to be the man. They're young. Can they demand? You know, they're going to demand lots of double teams. And now Brown gets less targets, but he gets less coverage. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. So his number one player, and this is unchanged. In fact, his his top nine guys are completely unchanged. Mm-hmm. So his top nine are McCaffrey, Cook, Kamara, Barkley, Henry, Ezekiel Elliott at six. Yeah, he's pretty high on Elliott, which I get, but that's a leap of faith. That's for me. a leap of faith. Tyreek yeah. Hill at seven, DeAndre Hopkins at eight, Stephon Diggs at nine, and now Calvin Ridley jumps up to wide receiver four at number ten. Okay. I don't have a clear-cut number one receiver. I was thinking it might be A.J. Brown before this trade, but I'm going to put Not him now. Yeah, a now little you, behind yeah. those guys. And I still kind of like Diggs there. He's yeah, that number he's, one guy. I, I mean, think he's the most easy to rely on of that group. He's he's really the only – I mean, he's the clear-cut number one guy, and there's really no mm-hmm. – And it real, really worked out well last and, year. Yeah. And they throw the football. That's what they do. Sure. Ascending and he's, quarterback. He's, he's still 28 years old, so he's, he's, he's in his up. prime. Right, yeah. right, right. I just think I think he's the safest. Yeah, he doesn't. You know, Tyreek Hill's great. Sure, but there are many mouths to feed there. If the question is, pick one wide receiver this year that you're most comfortable will be a top five finisher, which is really all you want from your early right. Break. Yeah, you know, he doesn't have to be number one. Right. I think I'd take Diggs too. Yeah, he's safe. He's real there's, safe. There's, you know. Uh, so at eleven, Travis Kelsey, his tight end one is 
now uh, number 11. He was at 12 before. I don't know why these guys kind of moved a little bit, but Jonathan Taylor moves down to 12. He, he like everybody else, I really respect Evans. He just Evans adjusts work. things a little bit. Yeah, you, just, you stare at lists, you start changing them. You do a lot of these best ball drafts. You know, you, th- that's when your you know, foot goes to the fire and you actually have to pick for your own team. You yeah. say, I really do like this guy better than these guys. <laughs> so you swap him around. And I think it's just like an NFL draft board. 13 for him is Ekelar. That's RB8. That's early and I like it. Yeah. 14 is Nick Chubb. That's RB9. Cam Akers at 15. I'd be higher on Akers then. That's RB10. These guys. A.J. Brown falls to wide receiver 5 at 16. Still a tremendous talent and career and all those things. I just think he gets fewer targets. Yeah, his, his thing is, he says, Julio pick up, caps his target ceiling a bit, but he'll benefit from some friendlier co- coverages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was, not, he was not a huge target monster last year. Right. Because you, you mentioned it a couple segments ago. They didn't throw the ball much. They don't throw the ball that much. Yeah. And Johnny was going to catch some, and Corey Davis had a nice year. So he does a lot with a little. Uh, 17, Aaron Jones is RB11. Yeah. Uh, 18, RB12, Joe Mixon. I think Mixon's due for a breakout year. But that I could eat my words and he could you know, hurt you again. I thought that last year. Yeah. But not having Gio there is big. Uh, 19 is wide receiver 6, Keenan Allen. These are unchanged. 20 is Justin Jefferson at wide receiver 7. Yeah. Wide receiver 8 is 21, DK Metcalf. Okay. I don't see any qualms with any of that. 22 is wide receiver 9, Devontae Adams. That has to be an asterisk if by you, that. If you know that Aaron Rodgers is coming back, Devontae Adams is wide rec- no worse than like wide receiver four. I see maybe one. Maybe one, yeah. I mean, he's kind of like the Diggs argument. If you know Rodgers is happy and everything, he's gonna get targets. He's got a low ceil- or low floor or a high floor, high ceiling. He's in his prime. He was awesome last year. I thought he was the best receiver in the league, fantasy aside, last year. But if you're picking today. Jordan Love would really hurt his stock. Yeah. No, then really about hurt it. His really stock. bad. Right. 23, RB13, Najee Harris. I think he's. That's where Clyde Edwards was. So, that's on, so if you're doing year. a snake draft here, you come out of the, your draft with Dalvin Cook at two and Najee Harris at two. <laughs> right. You could I, be I really happy. This. And if we were on Chargers radio or Eagles radio, I'd be saying the same thing. I think by the time all of you do your drafts, He's going to be a first-round pick. Consensus. Yeah. And I think all these guys that do this list start conservatively, and they did it with Clyde Edwards-Alaire last year, and you start bumping him up, and you start bumping him up, and you do more drafts going, he's still sitting there at the 15th pick. I'm going to take him. I saw something on a national national website today. And wait till you see him in the preseason and people see clips of the guy. I didn't recognize the writer's name, Mm -hmm. but I opened the story. He said, top five running back battles, training camp battles. And they had Najee Harris listed on, on there for the Steelers in the training camp battle for the starting job. I'm here to tell you right now, folks, that will not happen. No chance. He is the starting running back. The Steelers open minicamp next week. When they open minicamp, Najee Harris is going to line up with the first-team offense and take oh. all the snaps with the first-team offense. Write it down. Put it in stone. That's the it's case. It's a done deal. It's a done deal. I mean, it, it, they're not even going to have to announce it. Like, that's just... And the only way he isn't by far the the number one back on this team is if he fumbles like crazy, yeah. or simply can't perform in protection. And he's not; he's never been a fumbler. The chances <laughs> of those things are slim. I yeah. mean, that's the only thing that could keep him from just blowing everybody's doors off. Twenty-four, 
Michael Thomas. Oh, real quick. Oh, yeah. I'm doing a dynasty startup draft. So this is not a rookie draft. This is okay. just totally picking dudes. I had the fifth pick overall. So the first four were McCaffrey, Barkley, Cook, and I forget. I took Najee at five, and everybody was shocked. Like, I mean, I took him over every player in the league to start my team with. So you said, you said McCaffrey, Cook, Kamara, Barkley. Was Henry the next guy? In Dynasty, Henry's like a, a second round pick. Yeah, because he doesn't catch football. He catch, and he, well, he's old. You know, so, and he's older, yeah. No, t- the top four were McCaffrey, Barkley, Cook, Jonathan Taylor. Okay. So they were the four. So you gone. took him ahead of Kamara. I took him well ahead of Kamara. I was in my next pick would have been Acres. If I, I mean, age has a lot to do with it. I mean, that's how much faith I have in him now and for the future. Here's the thing, and we just talked in a previous segment about Bill Barnwell again crushing the Steelers for taking Najee Harris. Mm -hmm. If he's the 13th best running back in the league this year, most productive, yeah, yeah, 13th most productive running back in the Mm -hmm. league this year, they made the right pick. Yeah, yeah. No, 100%. because last year their running backs were dead last we're in production. Yeah, right, right. If you could get to even if that that running back room can get to middle of the road from where they were, they were thirty second. That's as big a jump as just about any position where else, will take this year. Where else were they going to take a player mm-hmm. at a position, picking where they were at, who was going to take them picking from where being they were at right. For, to make that big of a jump. Right. They're not getting Penny Sewell. They're not getting Kyle Pitts. You know, right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, that, that's a, well, a good way of looking at it. Like, there was no way to get better in one area. One offensive lineman who, by the way, another offensive lineman was not selected until the second round, mm-hmm. was not going to make them a markedly better offensive line. Right. Liam Eikenberg or yeah. you, you know, Dickerson or whoever it is. Because it's not like they ignored the position either. Right. But anyway, we've talked about this a lot. Yeah. Okay, so Michael Thomas at twenty four. I'm a believer in him. I don't want the quarterback to situation be a quarterback, scares though. me. Right. Uh, twenty five is Antonio Gibson. That's he's RB fighting 14. a turf toe though. That's yeah. I'm a believer in him. You know, I I don't like hearing one of those one of those type of injuries that like lingers all the time is lingering in July. Like, yeah, that's not good. I want to see him in the preseason, but I like him. I like that offense too. RB fifteen at twenty six is Chris Carson. I'm not taking him I'm at that price. I'm not taking Chris Carson at 20. No. I think he's he's a guy that is really due to start breaking down. I think given his is. the way he runs the, the way football. He runs. He's not super talented to begin with. Yeah. He's an average receiver at best. I bet a couple of these running backs you mentioned after him would be I would prefer to Carson. 16 is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Or I'm sorry, RB16 at 27. If it's a PPR, I want Edwards-Hilaire well over Carson. Yeah. I think he's a, a buy now. The only problem with him is again He's not going to get any goal line touches. So what's his no, what's his won't. what's his touchdown ceiling? Six, right? Eight. I think it helps though that he might be their third leading receiver. Yeah, you know, guys like Sammy Watkins are gone. He's in his second year, so that might make up for it. But I think he's an RB two. Uh, RB seventeen at twenty eight is up next. It's J.K. Dobbins. He was my second round pick in that that startup. I know he's not going to probably catch a ton of passes. I just think he's really good, and they run the ball really really well. Uh. I would take him much higher than that still. 29 is RB18, Miles Sanders. That's he's, about as low as you're going to see Miles Sanders. Yeah, I mean, he's a high-touch guy. I, I mean, I think he's a second-rounder in, in fantasy this year. Yeah. Uh, 30 is Amari Cooper. That's wide receiver 11. Okay. I never end up with him. There's just a lot of receivers in that neighborhood. I just 
trust a little bit more. He's yeah. a good player. I think I'd rather have CeeDee Lamb this year. How about this one? 31, tight end two is Darren Waller. I heard Evan talking about this, and it his logic is just Kittle's production isn't that much better than Waller's, but his reliability. Waller's is that big much games worse. are big games. They're big games. He has he makes note of this. He has five plus catches in twenty three of his last thirty two games. Wow. He's their number one receiver. And it's not even close. It's not close. It's not close. They, they they scheme him up well. Carr loves him. And really, he's a big receiver he's anyways. A big receiver, right. Yeah, that's what yeah, he he's is. pretty awesome, really. Uh, thirty-two. Kittle's right behind him, so he kind of yeah. Yeah, I mean, Kittle's a better football player, but he doesn't. The injury stuff makes you crazy. Thirty-three. RB nineteen. David Montgomery. He's good. Yeah. Yeah. He's all right. Nobody makes a big fuss when you put the sticker on the board, but he's fine. Uh, thirty-four. DeAndre Swift. That is RB twenty. That's late. I think he's. I've actually heard him say this. He's afraid of Jamal Williams, which that's what Jamal Williams' career will go down as. Is yeah. Making fantasy, fantasy owners unhappy who yeah. have nobody's know, happy with Jamal it. Williams anywhere. No, right. He just screws things up. For Even the, the guy who guy. drafts him because he doesn't, he doesn't play He's enough. Not good enough to play him. Doesn't play enough to, to get into your lineup, but he plays enough to screw the other guy. Out of the touches. Jones or Swift <laughs> yeah. or the better player, right? That's what he is. Uh, Thirty-five is that wide receiver twelve? C.D. Lamb. Yeah, I might take. It. Two, Again, I think I take two Cowboys over. receivers in the top twelve. Yeah, I think that offense has a chance to be really good. Uh, wide receiver 13 is Allen Robinson. Yeah. I love him. I mean, I don't know that his situation got so much better. Yeah, yeah. everyone talks about, wow, he's finally got a quarterback. Does he this year? The guy's still a rookie, and he might not even start in week one. Right. Dalton didn't help the you know, Dallas receivers dramatically. Bunch of guys here that are up. A whole bunch of guys that have moved up spots. Uh, starting with 37, tight end four. Kyle Pitts. And we talked about, you know, Julio leaving helps him. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm ready to take him over Andrews or Hawkinson this year. I think year. I am. I mean, he's so talented. I mean, what's his ceiling this year? Okay, let's say he goes out and catches I mean, we've talked about. They're going to stink. They're going to stink. They're going to throw the ball time. They're gonna throw, I mean, if he catches 75 passes this year. Yeah. Look, you got to look at him as, as the number two wide receiver there. That's oh, really he absolutely how you, is. how you look at it. I think Hawkinson might be the number one and Andrews might be the one, though. In their respective teams. Yes. Those three are tough for me to who who I would pick out of the but three. But Andrews Andrews team does not throw the ball a lot. I think Andrews is third for me to be honest yeah. with you. I'm a big Hawkinson fan. Uh Hawkinson could be there, but they'll be losing a lot too. They'll be losing. But right. Pitts is so dynamic. He is, he like, is. And after the catch and And the other the other part zone. of the the equation is while he's not number one, they're gonna have to shade Oh, Ridley's going to get a ton of Ridley's going to get all the, you know, all the attention. Mm-hmm. And now Pitts is going to be running against single coverage. Who do you line up on him? Yeah. Is yeah, it a yeah. cornerback? Because right. he dominated cornerbacks in college. There aren't many styles of players, that defenders, that can yeah. handle him. Uh, wide receiver 14 at 38 is Terry McLaurin. I'm a big McLaurin fan. 39 is wide receiver 15, Mike Evans. Yeah. I think those three Tampa guys hurt each other, though. Uh. 16 is wide receiver 16 is Adam Thielen. Yeah, I mean, he's as solid as can be. Wide receiver 17, Tyler Lockett. Might be a little rich for me on, on Lockett. Uh, 42 is wide receiver 18, Julio Jones. I think I'm taking Julio over a couple of those guys still. Wide receiver 19 is Chris Godwin. Yeah, it's the same thing with the Tampa. I, I think AB is still really good. 
And no one seems to mention that. 44, wide receiver 20, is DJ Moore. I'd be much higher on more than that. <sighs> we both had the, the good and bads with him. That was so ugly last, last year. Last year was hard. Was, but I don't blame him. I don't blame him, no. You know, I think he's still a really good player Which in his prime. Let check down Teddy. Right. Running back 21 is up nine spots to 45. That's Mike Davis. I agree with that. Yeah, don't, I don't think he's a bad player. Don't forget about him. Right. He's going to catch the, the ball improved. more now. I would think that they'll dump it to him a fair amount. No competition. Yeah. Uh, he could be my running back, too, if I'm loaded everywhere else. Or I'd love him to be my flex. Tight end five, down nine spots. The aforementioned Mark Andrews. Yeah. Right, I'm, I'm cool with it. I'd take Hawkinson over Andrews. But we've mentioned this a lot with Andrews. He only plays 60-some percent of the snaps. Yeah. I mean, even on a good day, he's not out there all the time. He's always on the injury list, so you're always checking yeah, to see yeah. if he's going to be ready to play or not. I'm not sure he's as talented as some of those guys either. Like, he doesn't blow me away with how he runs. I mean, he's good, but I don't think he's special. Uh, we got uh, four receivers in a row here, 21 through 24. DJ Chark, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham. Yeah, I mean, Cup and Woods are as solid as you can get. Beckham is swinging for the fences. You might strike out. You might blast one. Who was the first guy? Somebody I like. Chark. That's pretty rich. Yeah. but I'm, I struggled with him last year, too. Yeah, that was painful. I had DJ I had Moore and, and, and Chark. I'm like, ugh. Uh, yeah. That was just brutal. I think both bounce back. I like their talents. I like where they're at in their career. But, man, that's a little rich. After the, next three, the next three on his board at 51 through 53, quarterbacks. Yeah, he always does that. Is this Mahomes? It's Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray. He has Lamar one, which yeah. I get. I think that I think his passing numbers will but be he a little has, better. He has him one, but it's I mean they're it's, all the same. It's a cop out. They're all the same. Exactly. <laughs> He'll be the first to tell you. Um, RB twenty two all the way down at fifty four. We had a nice stretch of wide receivers and mm-hmm. tight ends and quarterbacks. There is uh, Josh Jacobs. The, the receiving thing is a problem. It's a problem. And the Drake showing up. And, and people wanting to say, that because they both went to Alabama and they mm-hmm. played together, well, Najee Harris is, and Josh Jacobs are, are similar. Najee Harris catches the ball way better than Josh Jacobs. I thought Jacobs caught the ball well at Bama and has not been used that way. Yeah. How about this? He's been thrown the football on third down for his career once. He's never on the field. <laughs> once. They were using Jalen Richard. They were using, you know. I don't approve of that usage, but he's hard to like for fantasy if he's going to get one third down target a year at most. Yeah. Put it this way. Okay, so RB23 at 55, right at the one pick after Josh Jacobs is Kareem Hunt. Yeah. I'm taking Josh Jacobs over Kareem Hunt all day, every day. I might might even take him over Mike Davis. And, you know, I I like Davis, but Jacobs is going to get in the end zone too. Yeah. Uh, 56 is RB24, Miles Gaskin. As long as they don't trade for a Gordon or somebody yeah. like that, but he's going to get the ball. I mean, the most important thing by far for fantasy running backs is volume. Volume. He should volume, get, volume, right. volume. And he should get volume. Uh, RB25 at 57 is Travis ATN. I don't know if he will get volume. Yeah. Uh, 58 is tight end 6, TJ Hawkinson. I'd probably be higher. I think he's closer to the the Pitts Andrews level, but yeah. you know, we're splitting hair. Uh, Fifty nine is Jamar Chase. I don't know who my next tight end is. Is something I've been that's where it falls off. Yeah. yeah. 
And then 60 is our, is our first Steelers receiver, Deontay Johnson. Question for you. In redraft, I would prefer Deontay to the other two. I had this dilemma in Dynasty. All three were available. I took Claypool. I think that's the pick to, to make. Just because I'm you know, swinging for the fences. Uh, and I was torn. I almost took Deontay. I took Claypool over Judy and Sutton and a couple of those. Those were a couple of the guys I was thinking about. Yeah. But that's the neighborhood. 61 is QB4, Josh Allen. Allen versus Dak is a conversation for me. Yeah. 62, RB26, Javante Williams. I think he will. you'll be really happy with that by about week eight, maybe earlier. Here's where I, I also run into a, a, an issue here. Okay. Wide receiver 27 at 63 is Marquise Brown. Mm-hmm. So you now have two Ravens receivers in your top 63, and we've only oh, seen Andrews. Okay, and we've only seen one Steelers receiver. Right. I would much rather have the Steelers receivers than the Ravens. And one of the teams used a first-round pick on a receiver, and the other one didn't. Yeah, fantasy doesn't always translate that way, but the way you said that certainly makes sense. People forget Marquise Brown finished the season strong. I don't care how strong he finished the season because I, I had him on my roster too. Like, yeah. I, my receiver group last year, you DJ, DJ Moore, Moore, DJ Chark, and Marquise DJ Brown, Chark yeah. and Marquise Brown should have been much better than what it was. Mm-hmm. And yet, in reality, they weren't. No, in the end, the numbers they were not. They stunk. Right. He finished the season strong. I bet he plays fewer snaps than he, used, than he did last year. Maybe he's a little more spot duty. There's receivers I'd take ahead of him, including Claypool. They just don't throw the ball. In the, like, right. You're telling me, okay, you're going to tell me that – this team's going to throw the ball 450 times, and this one's going to throw it five. Let, let's say the Steelers cut cut it down to 550 this year. Yeah, they're going to throw it less. You still can't it's have still 100 t- targets. Somewhere. That's 100 targets. Mm-hmm. Like that's a that's a lot. Yeah. However, now I think about it. Evan he had Lamar as his number one quarterback. I mean, yeah. barely. I do think they'll throw the ball more than they have. Hopefully to Dobbins here and there. But, but if I'm they not... do that, is he then running as much, so therefore do you keep him as Can a number Can he stay at one? Yeah. Right, right. I don't know. They're a weird offense, obviously. I mean, I, I just look at it. I'm looking down the, the line here. I don't see – Claypool and Juju Smith-Schuster are 34 and 35 on this list. Marquise Brown is 27. Yeah, I don't see that gap. I, I'm sorry. I just, I'm sure there's some good receivers in between, but I – I would take Claypool over Brown. I would take Clay right now. If we're just if we're just we're picking up teams, mm-hmm. and, and you say, can you have this? You can have this guy, or you can have that guy. I'm taking Claypool in the real world and fantasy. In the real world and fantasy, yes. I'm taking Brown over Juju though. Yeah, in he fantasy, gives, not yeah. the real world necessarily. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. physicality you know, matters. Right. But, uh, yeah, I think Juju's clearly three here though. Um. Where are we at here? Uh, Marquise Tr- Brown. He's got Trey Sermon at RB27. I'm not buying on that. That's a swing for the fences. Robbie Anderson at wide receiver 28. He was pretty good. He was pretty good. He was pretty good. I mean, Matt Rule had that connection with him and actually used him out of the slot and things that the Jets didn't. And Adam Gase isn't exactly the, the best guy to maximize talent. And Darnold knows him. Yeah. Uh, RB like, tw- Robbie Anderson can start for me every week. RB28, Chase Edmonds. Yeah. RB29 is James Robinson. 
this is that neighborhood where yeah. you don't want, this is why you take backs early. where you don't want to be <laughs> right. yeah you don't want to be shopping in this like, someone's gonna this be is okay to, to shop for a number three yeah or your flex after you have or your flex or right but you better get your your yeah. your, your studs in this rob these rounds. guys from the teams that don't have a second starter yet well, let's but. do that real quick here so if you took christian mccaffrey at number one okay that means you have the 24th pick 24 ish so his 24th pick is michael thomas Okay. So you come out of this with McCaffrey and Michael Thomas. Okay. If you had Dalvin Cook at two, then you took uh, Najee Harris at 23. I would Th- love that. That's a really nice backfield. That's a nice start you to your team. You can start with those two? Yeah. Um, num- pick it. number three is Alvin Kamara, and pick 22 is Devontae Adams. Okay. That's a nice foundation. Uh, I'd still prefer a back there. Yeah, but- I'm, saying, I'm not taking – it gets redundant because I say it too much, but I'm not taking any of these receivers in the top two rounds. But I don't make top 150 list. You can't yeah. just have 24 running backs as your top. Well, you could, right? And I uh, kind of would. Pick four, Saquon Barkley, uh, and then pick 21 is DK Metcalf. That's fine. Pick five is Derrick Henry, and pick 20 is Justin Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Pick again, though. I'm taking Najee over all over yeah. those guys. Pick six. I hate this one. Ezekiel Elliott and Keenan Allen. Yeah, I'm not happy with that at all. I'm not happy with that at all. I'm feeling pretty crappy about that. Right. Pick eight. With all respect to Allen, that's just too yeah. early for Allen. Or pick seven is Tyreek Hill. Pick 18 is Joe Mixon. It's not a bad rebound from Hill. Yeah. But, boy, I would. who's the back you could have taken there? Pick uh, eight is DeAndre Hopkins. And 17 is Aaron Jones. Fine. That's okay. Similar. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, pick nine is Stephon Diggs. Pick sixteen is AJ Brown. That would be a rough. Then start. you're then you're shopping in that other yeah, neighborhood. You got James yeah. Robinson as a starter, right? Uh, the problem too is then in the third round you have to take. You it have back. to take it back, and you just don't want to do business that way. Pick ten, Calvin Ridley. Pick fifteen is Cam Akers. I'd be fine with that. I'd take him in the opposite order, but that's yeah. fine with me. Uh, pick eleven is Travis Kelsey. Pick 14 is Nick Chubb. Again, if you take Kelsey, you have to take it back. Pick 12 is Jonathan Taylor. Pick 13 is Austin Eckelar. It's pretty good. Now, think about it this way. When you're, when you're thinking about this, folks, think about it this way. So uh, we just went through what the picks would be mm-hmm. if— What you're starting off if, with. Going off of Evan's list here. Let's look at the running backs now taken after 24. So if you took Christian McCaffrey and passed on Michael Thomas instead to take Antonio Gibson— you're in a lot better shape. Are you going to be a lot happier? I think so. I think so. Like, of all those teams, of those 12 teams you mentioned, my favorite is Cook and Najee. My second favorite is Taylor and... Eckler. Eckler. Yeah. Right. Because then then you're playing with house money. Right. I mean, sure, you don't have A.J. Brown, but, okay, you have um, Claypool and people better than him still. I mean, like, he's still a pretty good receiver. Like, would you rather have Alvin Kamara and J.K. Dobbins? Or would you rather have Alvin Kamara and Devontae Adams? The running backs. The running backs. And Adams the running is way backs better than, all day long. All day long. I keep referencing this dynasty draft I'm in the middle of because I'm consumed with it right now. I've made four picks. I made five picks. My first three were all running backs. I was the only team that did I've it in the league. I've done that all the time. And like, Mixon's my only old guy. Yeah. I mean, he's the oldest. He's 24. I went Najee, Dobbins, Mixon. And I'm going to start them every week for yeah. at least two or three years. And then I took Lamar. Because I, I just thought there's still a ton of receivers. He keeps my seal. Or he keeps my point total every week pretty high. 
and then I, Claypool's my number one receiver. But I'm going to take Judy next round, or I'm going to get. You Don't know, give it all away. Uh, well, there's tons. <laughs> there's I mean, there's, there's still there's, a lot out there. We were down Cooper to Cup still yeah. out there. Julio Jones. We were is still down out there the, into the forties at the receiver position, right. and there's still guys who are going to be thousand yard receivers right. or catch ninety passes. Devontae Smith will be there next round for yeah. him. You know, like there's so many. I might take an extra one, but I'm the only one that took three backs to start the. the I do league. that all the time. All the time. Three of my first four picks, at the very least, will be backs. Yep, it, it always is. And the thing I love about it. And I saw it throughout this draft, but you really see it in redraft. If I'm the a hole that does that three three picks in a row, yeah, all of a sudden it dries up. My it hurts my opponent. Yeah. Now where it, where it screwed me last year was my receiver group. I drafted Allen Robinson as my number one, mm-hmm. which was fine, but I then traded him. I can't remember for what now, because I had Chark. Well, the guys you mentioned more, more and Brown. Brown. I'm thinking I'm okay here, and I had right. a couple other guys on there. You know, a couple other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need those guys to hit. They well, you can't still have to pick the right guy. They can't be complete and utter busts like sure. you know, cuz you're mean, you're counting on your you're counting on getting the majority of your points each week out of those three backs. Right. Which is the way it should work and that's the way it did work, but you can't take zeros or get 5 points out of your receiver. Right. And I had a terrible team last year in my redraft. I took Mixon late in the first round, came around the corner, took Chubb, and I forget who my third back was. I was feeling pretty good about it. I had a mid-round back I liked, so I traded Chubb for Kittle, who I got one game out of. Yeah, <laughs> and Mixon. Well, and that's the thing. Like I had, either, you know? I had Mixon as well, and you that know, can happen to anybody. That but I'm still going to take the exact same strategy. Yeah, even though I got burned by it. Just got to get the right guys. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. But uh, anyways, that's going to do it. We're uh, looking there at Evan Silva's top 150, and yeah. we got through we'll, a, a we'll good portion of the list there, and stuff throughout the off season and. Always fun to do a little fantasy uh, fantasy focus, and uh, we won't do that every week, folks, uh, in the off season. No. As we get closer to camp, we'll start uh, cranking it up a little bit more. As we, without question, yeah, without without a doubt. But uh, that's going to do it for our show today. So for my partner Matt Williamson, for Jacob Brecht here on site, keeping us on the air, I'm Dale Lolly. We thank you for listening to this edition of the Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. <laughs>